0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. First off, I'd like to start out by thanking each and every one of you for sticking with us ladies and gentlemen over the holiday break from Christmas to New Year's I saw the numbers kind of dropping on the show I could see the analytics I don't really know who's listening I could just see total numbers over episodes and such and so I saw those numbers drastically drop I was getting a little nervous and saying to myself oh no what is this the people aren't liking the show maybe they're not liking the guest. what's going wrong and so I started doing a little research into podcasts in general, and I saw that numbers typically drop 40, 50, 60% during the holidays, and I completely understand that. Uh, for me, I just couldn't stop, though. I wanted to keep cranking out episodes over the holiday break. I did take off Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, obviously, to spend time with Maggie and uh, little Willie G, little Willie G. So I continued to go, and now I see people are actually catching back up. Uh, going back to the episodes that came out right before Christmas. So I want to thank you all. It's very difficult in the world we live in today, especially in podcasting, or if you're running an internet based type business where you don't actually meet people face to face, you know, your customers, your clients, people that actually listen to to this show because you don't have any human connection. You don't know if I'm real. You don't know if I'm some shill. You don't know if I'm some operative, some controlled opposition, a misinformation or disinformation agent. And so there's other people that talk about these types of topics. I try to do it in a different fashion. I try to mix in my own personal history, my life story, my worldview, my family. Because I want you guys to understand that I am a real person. The person you see here, uh, minus the gold aviator sunglasses, is me. I'm not just a made-up brand. And I try to be completely transparent with you folks about... Where I stand, you know, my divorce I went through, my situation now, my wife Maggie, our plans for the future. And as I start to develop my goals, I like to share those with you because it may spark some, you know, creativity uh, inside of you that makes you start to plan for the future as well. So I want to thank all of you for coming back to the show for catching up and i almost feel bad now that i put out so many episodes because you got to go back and catch up on those but heck i mean it's free content if you're listening on the free side so uh enjoy it ladies and gentlemen enjoy it while you can uh so thank you all for that if you can leave us a five-star review at apple Podcasts and a comment we'd appreciate that very much it does help drive us up the rankings i'd like to reach more people with this message you know with what i talk about here the history of technocracy and transhumanism or as i call it technocratic transhumanism where we are in the present day and where i think we're going to go in the future and that way people can start to develop realistic goals for how they want to deal with that future that lies ahead i think it's important to have a full and complete understanding of your enemy of where they're at where they're going and then starting to figure out how much of this technocratic prison planet you're willing to tolerate and then you can make realistic plans for how you're going to live one foot in and one foot out of that we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a moment folks in a moment but like i'd like to say now the other thing is tonight because i had mentioned it before and i know people have written me now about the bread stuff so i've got a couple different breads i'm making now and then tonight's going to be my first attempt at sourdough because i've got the uh, sourdough starter it's uh, running strong ladies and gentlemen so tonight i'm going to whip up a sourdough and i'll be able to bake that tomorrow so let you know how that goes and then once i have that worked out i'm going to try some darker breads like a rye bread uh maybe a marbled type of bread we're going to try that And then once i have that done when it warms up a little bit i am going to work on starting to bake bread out on fire because i want to be able to do it without electricity and i'll make some actual videos uh when i do that i think it's something people might be interested in so anyway the bread stuff is going well folks it's going well uh today had a couple of very interesting conversations. Uh, I'm lining up all these guests I've talked to you about, getting them scheduled, figuring out exactly what we're going to talk about. As you know, yesterday we had on Coach Saji, and I hope you guys really listen to that. Episode 126, I believe this guy is honest, I believe he's the real deal, at least as far as I can tell now. Uh, He's willing to call out some of the controlled opposition within the COVID land influencer space. I think he's got a unique history, used to work for Big Pharma. He understands the game. And so we had a really good in-depth conversation on germ theory versus terrain theory. We talked about vaccines in general. We talked about viruses and bacteria and fungus and how the body is designed to work. We talked about even some psychological operations used during COVID Land, the high school theater production. We talked about natural medicine, holistic medicine, homeopathy. Uh, versus allopathic medicine, which is what the sort of modern Rockefeller industrial medical complex is based on. Very, very enlightening conversation. I learned a lot. I hope you did. That was episode 126, so check that out. Tomorrow on Friday, Wide Awake, Jim is coming back to continue his research into the Bank for International Settlements, Central Bank Digital Currency, and the Climate Change Hustle. As I've said, Jim is going to be a regular until we get through all of his documents ladies and gentlemen then we're going to talk a little bit with him not tomorrow but we will get into the oil and gas royalties business that he is involved with uh, why he believes that is a fairly safe and sound investment vehicle Uh, i know more and more people have reached out to me asking what to do with their current investments uh, their 401ks, their IRAs, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a financial planner. I don't give out financial advice. I didn't go to school for that. I'm not licensed in that. I just have conversations with folks about it. I'm interested in what people are doing with their money, if they have any, how they're investing it, how they're trying to hedge against inflation. So I think what Jim is offering uh, he has personally invested in all of the properties in which he controls uh, mineral rights, in which they sell as an investment vehicle with him and along with his uh, business partner. Uh, so far, he has shared a lot with me. He actually just shared a document with me on the latest property that they have mineral rights on. And he explained it all to me. It's it's rather fascinating. I've, I've heard a little bit about it in the past, but never looked into it until I met Jim. So I said, listen, why don't you talk to the audience about it? Because people are looking for places to move their money. In all honesty, I have a couple of uh, relatives that are taking a look at the documents that Jim sent over and are uh, considering it. As a possible investment. But I'd rather have Jim explain it because he's the expert. I am not. So we'll get into that uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, Again, just solution ideas for folks. Things to throw around. We're going to have a lot more guests on. I've got some people I'm lining up that are in the uh, precious metals business. Uh, I don't really uh, push. I'm not going to push cryptocurrencies or anything like that. uh, Because I think that's all tied into central bank digital currency. But today... I just had uh, two conversations with two folks from TV slash gold that I've been meaning to call. And I've been so tied up with uh, Willie G, but he's finally getting settled into his schedule now. These conversations were very enlightening. And don't worry, there's a couple other people on my list, including Organized Chaos over at pain.tv slash gold. I know you reached out yesterday. I I just by coincidence had time to start calling potential guests and so i went into my pain.tv box which i haven't checked in a while and i saw organized chaos thinking i was uh, ghosting them and i apologize i was not it's just been so busy with the holidays and trying to work around willie g's ever-changing schedule that i haven't had a chance to call you so i promise uh, i'll be reaching out to you tomorrow uh, but today i spoke with a gentleman named mark he's the husband of a pain.tv slash gold member and mark has been studying the bible for many many years he knows all about the different variations of the bible translations of the bible um, different sort of charlatan folks that have grabbed hold of it they change the wording in it they change the meaning of it so he's been studying it For quite some time, him and his wife had listened to the interview with Dan Golvach, I believe that was episode 115, where we talked about the AI personal Jesus Antichrist, so Mark's wife had reached out to me. And I think this is going to be a great conversation. Mark has also studied uh, the Nazis. He studied American history, knows quite a bit. And so we had about an hour conversation today. You know, I got to feel you guys out, all right? I got to make sure you're not crazy. You're not going to come on here and say stuff that's going to get me thrown off the air. Uh, and so it's going to be a great conversation. So we have Mark booked for... Saturday, I'm going to have Mark come on Saturday. So tomorrow, will be Wide Awake, Jim. Saturday will be Mark. Sunday, I'm going to leave open to continue to cover industrial society and its future, which we are in the middle of right now. And then on Monday, we've got Justin coming on. What a wealth of knowledge, folks. This guy is out in Colorado. He was a deputy sheriff at one point. We're going to get into that. And sort of how his worldview shifted from a ultra conservative, as he calls it, to what he is today. And now he's involved with ranching. He grew up in and around ranching. He knows all about farming. He has friends that are preppers. He has a piece of land that they had to regenerate after using pesticides. He knows a bit about building properties and homesteads that are truly off the grid. He knows a lot, folks. I mean, this is going to be an amazing conversation. You talk about solutions, we're going to get into some real-world solutions, and we're going to be able to talk about if you have these dreams, which hopefully you'll turn into goals, and then you're going to start to develop the solutions to get from where you are today in order to reach those goals, it's folks like Justin that are going to help us get to that point. All right. When you talk about Wide Awake Jim, you know, he's telling you go analog, use cash, know your local farmer, all real world solutions. Start to think about money that you have, investments you have, moving those around to safer investment vehicles in order to hedge against inflation. Those are all realistic solutions. And Justin's going to talk about it now from the standpoint of uh, starting to build out skills that you can use in an off-the-grid situation, or if you decide to go half Amish, how to start to actually put together a homestead, how to actually start to work towards these goals that you may have and turn them into a reality, not just dream about them or talk about them, but actually be able to start to work towards those goals and end up in a situation where you're going to be able to achieve them because they're realistic and you're not going to make mistakes along the way. You're not going to go buy 10 acres out in the middle of, say, West Virginia, where I'm looking, and then realize that you can't farm that land because the soil's polluted, or maybe it's a restricted area. You didn't realize that, and you can't build a barn there or outbuilding. So we're going to get into a lot of that stuff with Justin. I mean, this is so great, folks, that we're getting people from our community here to reach out and want to share their knowledge, their skill set with this audience. I, I find it to be truly unbelievable. And what we're gonna be doing, as I've mentioned a few times in the coming days, we're gonna start publishing the back catalog of this show to YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble and BitChute, although I hate all of those platforms, but we're going to be doing that because there are a lot of folks who don't go listen to audio podcasts or they're not going to join or they can't afford to join pain.tv slash gold. So now that we're about three months Behind, I'm going to start publishing this stuff to the video sites and see if we can build the community that way. And there's some folks that just like to watch video, they don't like to listen to audio only podcasts. So we'll be doing that and seeing if we can reach more folks. And then this way, we'll build a bigger community. We'll have more people who are interested in coming on as guests. As I really want to build this organic base of guests, real folks out there, people from the streets, you know, not necessarily recycled guests that have been on every show within the shill network i really have no interest in talking to those people first off they're generally working off of a script and they don't veer outside of that script where if we start to talk with organic folks um, people like my uh, farmer, Farmer Carol. You know, she's real. She doesn't go around on podcasts. So we're going to learn a lot from her, and it's going to be something new that you've never actually heard before. So that's the direction we are moving in 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm moving in the direction of a short break. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv/slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the break. My name is Dustin Gold, right here on pain.tv/slash gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. I was thinking about it over the break, folks. One of the things I just wanted to get across, when we're talking about developing these goals and then trying to reach them and doing it in a way where you come from uh being educated on these subjects so you don't make mistakes you don't waste time you don't waste money you know for instance one of the things that we're talking about we have gardens that we started uh here last year as soon as we found out maggie was pregnant we said all right this is it we're going to start getting everything from local farms and we're going to start growing our own vegetables right but one of the things we don't know Right, is how polluted the soil actually is, okay? From runoff, from factories, from, I don't know, guys, chemtrails, cloud seeding. We know cloud seeding is real. I just started doing research into cloud seeding the other day because of a conversation that was going back and forth between Wide Awake Jim and Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast, on Fridays. Okay, And so we were talking about chemtrails and arsenic and cloud seeding, and I had researched cloud seeding years ago. I knew that it was real, but even that kind of stuff, some people will brush off as conspiracy theory. Well, there's eight states, uh, at least eight states, that admit to cloud seeding, Colorado being one of them. So, Justin, the guest who's going to come on on Monday, is going to talk a little bit about that. In fact, one of the farmers he knows actually has a cloud seeding unit on his farm that he can just turn on and pump dry ice and silver iodide into the sky and make it rain. So, we're going to talk to him about that. But see, we have, for instance, a mile down the street is Fort Detrick. All right. Fort Detrick is where they did the MK Ultra mind control experiments. Uh, they were doing COVID stuff there, mRNA research. I mean, who knows what's being emitted out of Fort Detrick, and it gets into the soil if they're spraying in the sky. What's in the soil? This is all stuff that you can't really control, right? So if you go build a, a garden, you know, or you're going to farm your land out in a homestead in the middle of West Virginia um and you don't understand what's in the soil what could be coming i mean look just in in small terms if the government wanted to stop you from growing vegetables on your farm they could spray the sky and kill all of your all of your vegetables so a lot of the questions i'm going to be asking of ranchers and farmers and others i start to bring on the show i want to figure out before i get my homestead out in West Virginia or before I start building out this piece of land that we have in Poland, is, is there a way that I could insulate myself further? Could I do everything inside of a greenhouse structure? Uh, is there a way that I could regenerate soil and then use that soil inside of my greenhouse and it's pure soil and it's protected, let's say, from cloud seeding, uh, either the chemicals being sprayed down onto my plants or down onto the soil and absorbed up through the roots of my plants, I don't know all this. This is also why in 2024, my goals are to get certified in permaculture and horticulture, because I want to know all this. So if I'm going to go out into West Virginia, invest all this time, energy, money, you know, resources into building out, let's say on uh, five or 10 acres, I'm going to farm a half acre, right? I want to make sure... If there's a way that I could further insulate myself, not just grow the vegetables and the fruits or whatever, but be able to put that in a greenhouse or do something to further protect it from cloud seeding, from chemical runoff or whatever... I'd like to know that ahead of time, because I don't want to invest all the energy, and then a year later, all of a sudden, my plants are dead, and I realize that they're cloud seeding in West Virginia, or the chemtrails are real. You know, who really knows? Who really knows? So if there's a way to protect against that, then I would rather do it right the first time than make those kind of mistakes. So that's a lot about a lot of what we're going to talk about as we get into solutions. Uh, I was just giving an example to someone yesterday. I said, it's kind of like starting a business without putting a business plan together. So let's say I came up with this idea. I'm talking about this gold business. And there's um, uh, some parts that I don't want to share yet. It might be part of my my secret sauce. But let's say I come up with the idea. I want to buy scrap gold and then melt it down, refine it, and sell it to other folks. And then tonight I just... Pay $10,000 to a web designer to design the website and go get photos done for my marketing and buy all the refining equipment. And all of a sudden now I'm one week in and I loaded up my credit card with $20,000 in debt. And then three weeks later, I find out that it's not a viable business. You know, there's not enough people to buy gold from, or there are 17 other competitors that have been doing it for years, and I can't beat their prices. And all of a sudden, now I got this isn't a viable business. I just wasted $25,000 or $20,000 or whatever it is, and all this energy and brain power and creativity to start to build a business that's not viable. And so that's what I'm talking about when setting these goals for yourself. Let's say building a homestead. You want to make sure it's viable. You want to make sure that it's actually going to protect you or insulate you from a coming collapse or an orchestrated supply chain issue or a power grid going down, you know, because the government orchestrates such. You want to be able to make sure that your plans include uh, all of that stuff in it so that your homestead actually does what you want it to do, where you want to be able to insulate and protect yourself uh, from a coming collapse or some orchestrated scenario or the next pandemic or whatever it may be. So that's everything I'm going to be talking about. Now, as I've said before, sort of my plan on educating yourself and others uh Insulating yourself and your family, separating yourself from densely populated areas, congregating with like-minded folks, and accelerating, putting your foot on the gas because they're coming at you at warp speed, will accelerate the education first. Okay, and then accelerate the plans. Uh, I am actually working off a timeline, but I'm trying not to rush myself. Okay, if all of a sudden CBDC is coming two weeks from now and they're gonna cloud seed everything and destroy all the plants, I mean, they're ahead of me, they're gonna beat me. So I'm trying to operate within a realistic timeline that I have to have everything in place and done by about 2030. Because that's when I think a lot of this stuff is going to be locked in, cemented in. Uh, But if I think that it's coming a week from now and I'm trying to rush and I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off, then I'm not going to accomplish anything anyway. I'm just going to waste a bunch of energy. So I would have to then regroup and come up with another plan. So we'll talk more about this. I'll share more of this stuff with you. Over time, Uh, but there's a lot of interesting topics that are floating around in conversations among some of the people I do research with. We're looking at the 15 minute city. Um, This is something now that Oxford uh, in England is implementing. I know people were sharing that with me on Twitter. Well, guys, it's actually already in the works here in Utah. They're actually taking an old prison and converting it into a 15 minute city. It's uh, 600 acres, I believe. And the idea of the 15-minute city is that you live in a city, you should have access, okay? It should be inclusive. uh, You should have access to everything you need within 15 minutes. It's a planned city, okay? It comes out of urban planning, basically a smart city. It's a prison. So isn't it hilarious that in Utah, they're taking a prison and converting it into a prison it's basically what it's going to be and they have identified over 25 cities in america right now that are already ready to be turned into 15-minute cities this actually overlaps with a lot of the opportunity zones that came out of the trump administration under dr ben carson jared kushner and partners are invested in a lot of this stuff, folks, it's all orchestrated. So, 15 minute city, I spent 15 minutes and I was driven down into 16 different rabbit holes. So, that kind of stuff we're going to eventually cover here to show people what's coming and what you want to avoid. But right now, I, I want to keep my focus for the next uh, few episodes in between our guests on industrial society and its future. So, if you guys missed, the discussion on this we started on this in episode 125 i actually started on it back in episode 10 when i was in poland i was not able to complete and then i decided to leave it until later and i think it's going to be a lot more important now for you to understand this so this was written in 1995 it's called industrial society and its future it's a paper Uh, That was written. It's about 34 pages. And so on episode 125, we started going through it. And I've got it up on the screen now for the video audience over at pain.tv slash gold. Uh, We went through the introduction. uh, And this author who wrote this talks about the industrial uh, revolution and really what he's actually referring to in this, uh, the industrial technological society. He's talking about technocracy. Uh, he just isn't calling it by that name. All right, Then what we do is we get into the psychology of the modern leftists. And this is the psychology of the modern leftist back in 1995, but in reality, it hasn't really changed. And I told you guys in episode 125, if you come from the left, don't get upset and tune this out. This author is very nuanced. He's not right. He's not left. He's just telling it how it is. All right. So he gets into feelings of inferiority back then, uh, connecting this to the left. But even in today, where I think a lot of uh, left, right labels, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, whatever, have been totally blended up. Uh, I think uh, part of that grew out of the Donald Trump 2015 presidential race. People don't really identify by label. It's hard to put yourself in a box uh, now. So you see a lot of people even on the right. Uh, or identify as being on the right, uh, suffer from feelings of inferiority. So we went through that. And now we're on a section called over-socialization. Again, a characteristic that this author ties to folks on the left, but I think you'll even see people on the right. And this idea of over-socialization, you can really put that into terms of like a Ken or a Karen, you know, which... People would identify as sort of stereotypes on the left. But if you're on the left and you see people on the right that are trying to tell you how to live and you have to conform to certain rules and regulations and the social contract and certain morality, those people have been sort of over socialized as well. So right now we're on paragraph 29. And the way this paper reads is it's broken into paragraph numbers. And I reference those because eventually I'm going to take these episodes and I'm going to plug them into YouTube that's going to transcribe them for free. I wanted to transcribe all these episodes initially, but uh, you have to use AI, you know, software as a service type product. And they're charging, I think, about 10 cents a minute at this point, so every episode I do that's a two hour episode is going to cost about $12. So that would cost me about $360 a month, which I really don't want to spend right now. So YouTube transcribes for free. See, these are using the tools uh, that the technocrats developed uh, against them because it will benefit me to get a hold of this transcript as well. And then that way, when I eventually put these up, at a new platform we're working on, or you want to go find this on YouTube, you can type in the paragraph number and be able to search that and then find uh, this stuff a lot easier. All right, folks, so when I get back from the break, we're going to pick right up with paragraph 29. I really want to start to work through industrial society and its future for you because I'm going to weave this in between all of the upcoming guest interviews. And there's going to be a lot of guests, it looks like, for the month of January. It's time to expand your knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. But right now, it's time to take a short break i'll be right back this is dust to go with the dust and gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold